0: Hi, everybody. Another edition of Tartar Sauce. I'm Steve Tartar. With me, Bill Knight. Bill, I was hard-pressed to find a way to describe your occupation. People out there listening or watching will know your name. Uh, You know, I think I said this earlier. Print journalism or print media, we talk about the demise of it. You are one busy guy. How many things do you write for? A community word, labor paper, uh, Jeff Lampe's uh, Elmwood Publication. Uh, weekly uh, Post, right. Weekly Post. Uh, what is the Galesburg paper? The Berg. That's new, isn't it? Yeah. I, I've only done a few things. It's uh, edited is that print? by a form- by, oh, it- print. Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, former student of mine who was uh, laid off in Monmouth and Galesburg and started a uh, weekly with uh, another ex-gatehouse person. So I've just done a few things for him. Oh. And then I do a twice-weekly column that's
0: uh, syndicated to it. Oh, about a dozen little papers. So you write about, and you sent me some samples, but I, I read your stuff all the time anyway, but labor, uh, news events, media, food, uh, you know, it's it's such a range. I mean, are you when you wake up in the morning, do you start writing somewhere, or what's your pattern? Kind of. My uh, my office desk is a chaos of clips,
1: like, oh, I could write about this someday. <laughs> and I have to go through that and just eliminate material. Uh and then I come up with a, there's a news peg or a time peg. And I'm like, oh, I'll seize on that. So mm-hmm. and what was it? Uh, I noticed W.C. Handy, the blues legend, mm-hmm. it was his birthday. So I did the thing on blues movies. Okay. You know. You need I, those
0: little hangers to and, you know, hang I, it
1: up on. I was thinking I'm a fairly voracious reader, nonfiction and fiction both, but I think I have this impulse of, okay, I've read this. I need to share something with someone. Otherwise, you know, you just kind of. Right. Yep. In your own head. What, what good is that? It's
0: like a waste uh, of your. Skin. Pass me the sunrise here. I want to show that to people. <laughs> this, this is a keeper here. This is when I first met Bill. Uh, he was working on this. I had a little to do with it, but yeah, wanted to. This is your underground, above ground uh, Rolling Stone of the Midwest, sort of. yeah. uh, mid 70s, 74, 75. Uh, and then you went on to the Prairie Sun. This is Sunrise, and then you went on to uh, Prairie Sun, music paper, basically, but politics. Yeah. yeah. Um, sort of the '60s carried over a little bit into yeah. this. I, I know <laughs> I was part of that. Uh, and then, and then, so let's let's jump to the present. Did you ever think we'd be in the situation now where print is? We've seen the newspapers across the country uh, compressing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Uh... I'm preparing something for a, a
1: lifelong learning class in mm-hmm. in Macomb, and my focus there, and maybe if we do one at in, in Bradley right. later, is uh, on the uh, the ownership structures just changed dramatically mm-hmm. uh, for little oh, little magazines, magazines a, well, or print a print. A, print little magazines as well as big dailies, and uh, you know there's a difference between hedge funds and private equity, but the bottom line is. It's a style where they come in and streamline it to be charitable. Right. And then try to sell it or go bankrupt and they still benefit. And right. It's, um, you know, when you and I were at the Journal Star at different times, it was family owned for the most part, whether mm-hmm. it was Henry Slane and Peoria Copley. or Copley. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of like the old Major League uh, baseball owners, like Calvin Griffin or whomever. <laughs> they just loved being an owner. And you know there were a lot of daily papers that mm-hmm. had a lot of civic duty, but they were just
0: proud of being an owner. Mm-hmm. There's, n- I don't no think that, that's there anymore. No. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I left the paper in March, and we've we talked about this a little bit already. But you've seen it uh, across the board, and of course, this isn't just a pure issue. This is a national issue. But where does this go? What are you thinking? Because you're keeping very busy now with a series of small enterprises. It keeps you know keeps you very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, what, is that the future? I mean, is it going to be lots of little, uh, like the dinosaurs are gone, and now we've got all these little mammals running around? Yeah, it dates us, but we,
1: we talk about the balkanization of, you know, it's like slicing and dicing, mm-hmm. and, and I, it troubles me kind of because for all the uh, real narrow-casting uh, pieces of media, we're going to get down to the Daily Me <laughs> I'm only going to consume media that I really want. Right. I want something Aimed about the at me. Yep. and, you know, something about yeah. impeachment or whatever. Yeah. Nothing else. Uh-huh. As opposed to, you know, whether it was, you know, countercultural magazines or daily papers like the Tribune, you pick one up intending to see, well, what's going on in Springfield. Right. And you run across a Cajun recipe. Right. Or you see a dramatic photo and you think, what's this all about? Right. So you get this general impression of what's going on in the world. I'm troubled that that's not going to be there anymore. People are going to say, I just want what I want. Mm-hmm. And it could be opinion as well as straight news. You know, A friend of mine edits the Galesburg Daily, mm-hmm. who's not all daily anymore. I think they stopped printing on Mondays. But he recently had a headline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a headline in the story that was... Accurate about the Sondland testimony saying yeah, there's quid pro quo. Mm Mm-hmm and headline basically said that Mm -hmm. he got all kinds of grief Saying this is fake news because people (laughs) had seen whatever Fox News or something on Facebook that said Trump is exonerated and so they immediately yeah, yeah, and he had that They have an online like a Facebook, Mm -hmm. you know editor feedback kind of thing, which is good But he's trying to explain this was accurate we had mm-hmm. uh, our copy desk, wherever it is now, gave us alternative <laughs> headlines. Wherever it And is. we picked the best one, and it was accurate.
0: Read the story. Right. It
1: hadn't read the story.
0: Oh. So. Yeah, and that, that is a downside. Well, I, and I'm, <clears throat> pardon me, my my uh, kids would roll their eyes if I talk about anything involving uh, smartphones. But, you know, I, I have one, and I get Google or whatever, and what I've noticed is when I hit Google now, it comes up with stories that I've obviously shown interest in. Yeah. And I can't believe, and I can't remember what I first did to, to trigger this, but Beatles. Okay, the Beatles, everyone loves the Beatles. But I'm getting a different story in the Beatles every day yeah. that's like George Harrison's uh, <laughs> the problem with John Lennon. You know, well, Where is this coming from? So a different writer every day. Oh, and of I course, don't. and then the Beat Cubs, as, as you said, things that I've shown interest in. Now I'm getting... I can keep rolling and probably get into something else, but how many people do that? And it's,
1: it's kind of pathetic when you think the most fulfilling part of my media consumption is when I can delete all these extraneous emails. <laughs> like, well, I've yeah. just
0: wasted 20 minutes of yeah. my life here. that I didn't even ask for. It, I, I know either. there's a...
1: I can't remember the name of it. There's a comic strip in the Tribune about an adolescent, and there's been a running... Uh, storyline that somebody used to comment, well, I'm going to accept this paper, warts and all, and he laughed, mm-hmm. and he looked up warts and all, and now he's the algorithm is
0: sending him all these wart, uh, <laughs> wart uh, <laughs> medicine. <are> Ointments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, try this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you got to be careful because they'll take you literally online. And, uh, you know,
1: the, the media, uh, I don't want to say breakthrough, but revolution uh, that came about with digitization or the internet. I remember in grad school, we were sort of introduced to the internet. I went to Illinois, University of Illinois at Springfield, Sangamon State then. Mm -hmm. And it was a media class and we went in and we had these big honking, it looked like steam powered uh, monitors. And the guy goes, we're going to communicate with Berkeley. And he typed something in, it was just green characters on a black screen and there was instantaneous. But really it was like, like Tom Wolf said, it was like CB radio with typing. Right. It was before, what was his name? Uh, Timothy Berners-Lee, which uh, permitted the internet to have images and that became the World Wide Web. Oh boy. Before it was typing, it was essentially email. Western Union, back and forth. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the telegraph. And uh, that was a time where I was still excited Mm -hmm. about offset printing, which enabled, you know, a lot of underground papers to flourish, Mm -hmm. Chicago Seed and whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was a technological development. Now we're in the electronic version of the technological breakthroughs, but it's not uh, democratizing the media. Mm-mm. You know, uh, no, you can produce it more easily on a democratic level on a, on a grassroots level. Right. But the consumption is different. And eh,
0: well, and been. and my, you know, and the big
1: LinkedIn. Yeah. What yeah. The, what's that all about?
0: <laughs> you know, when that
1: came out, I signed up, and I thought. Yeah. I'm not using this at all, <laughs> or Twitter. I, I'm very passive. I, I never tweet, but I, I watch a few things, and I get Twitter feed, George Takai is a hoot, the Pope. You know, I get all these tweets, but I only consume them. I'm very passive. I never mm-hmm. tweet anything. And i thought, like, you know, what a waste of technology.
0: L- LinkedIn is interesting because <clears throat> I've I've sort of dabbled in it. I've not really looked at it a lot, but it looks like... Um, What's the right way, way to put it? The uh, business world's idea of something interesting. And and usually it's not yeah. because it's like everyone pushing their own oh, yeah. uh, deal, which I understand. I mean, if you're a realtor or if you're a uh, salesman or, or business, yeah, you want to push your product. But do I want to read that? I mean, mm-hmm. it depends. It, maybe yes, maybe no. But yeah, it, that's a whole, I've, I've thought Most of that. It's
1: a service almost.
0: Yeah. The, the only yeah.
1: time I look at it is if I'm trying to confirm... If I'm writing a story, I'm saying, "When did she work in this company?" Right. And yeah. I look, then it's
0: uh, okay. Then that does have a use. <laughs> um, the, the the big problem it seems like now um, for for the newspaper or print or however you want to put it, uh, maybe something even online. Well, let me stop there. The Berg you mentioned um, is that going? Is it is it a?
1: How well, I mean, what kind of staff see, situation old, is it?
0: Because this sure is the Galesburg it. paper weekly. Yeah, no, weekly just right. came out.
1: Uh, I think it's only been publishing maybe three months, and this thing's pretty stable. They've they got a uh, Are they a few delivering hundred subscribers. it,
0: or it's in stores, or It's what?
1: select uh, free distribution, but they have paid subscription, and they have uh, several hundred subscribers already, hmm. which is good. The weekly in the western part of Peoria County and part of Fulton and Knox that I help with uh, is free, and its, it's a business model is kind of interesting they deliver it to every post office recipient in that circulation area. So hmm. everybody gets it. Oh. Uh, and it's, you know, ad dependent. Right, but, so they have you know, ads. Oh yeah, yeah, they're doing really well. It was five years going. Oh, uh, good. But you know, it, it makes you think, the problem with that, eventually, is like daily newspapers were reliant on classified ads, and uh, when Craigslist or whatever, began to compete they lost a lot of their ad base yeah. and so the advantage for weeklies is you're very focused on a community mm-hmm. uh, when we first started this I remember walking the dog and a guy on his front porch goes, hey come over here and I, <laughs> or he goes uh, you know I didn't realize how much the daily media missed us until you guys started covering us <laughs> I mean we go to school boards and you know village boards and stuff that right. is not covered by TV or radio or, right. or really the dailies oh
0: my god and who, who was it? It was just, just, a, just a guy. Just a guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he was the mayor or something. You know? Oh, no, just yeah. a guy in the neighborhood. But monetizing the print product now, uh, that's got to be a challenge. Because the other thing you're, you're reading, and you've probably written about it, or, I mean, everyone knows about it, is this retail revolution. I know apocalypse is the word they use. But the point is, it's harder for the mom and pops that often supported a weekly or a daily um, to, to, you know, they're going on a Facebook. They think, oh, I can advertise for free. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and that's interesting because, uh, when I moved from weeklies to the daily paper in Peoria, I began to realize that, you know, the advertising that the daily, and that was a golden age compared to now. Right, uh, A lot of it, you think, does this work? You know, people put You know, businesses put their tire ads in the sports page because, you know, know, sports fans will buy tires. Right. You think, really? Does it work? (laughs) And I think it's even more of a relevant question on digital advertising. Mm -hmm. You know, I resent digital advertising. I go to, you know, I get Sun-Times online, I'm reading it, and it says advertising. I flip that sucker. I don't even see the brand name. And so I wonder people think well if i just have a facebook page i don't need to advertise right that's not accurate yeah. we we have a in elmwood there's a uh, what was it, an iga grocery store it uh, went through some changes and now mm-hmm. a, a local concerns bought it they don't advertise except on facebook and they Mm-mm. it's not effective yeah you know if you if you like them you'll get the stuff like oh we have banana cream pies today mm-hmm. well, yeah, come on is <laughs> like email that Delete. Yeah. Yeah. No more notifications. Yeah. OK. <laughs> so I think the digital advertising is cheap, perhaps, but it's worthless on some basis as well.
0: What do you think about, and I'm not floating this now because um, you're here, but it just as a thought, um, what about a weekly in Peoria? Because you've got a bigger market than Galesburg. You've got uh, people that have been let go by the Journal Star and, and other media, probably. Um, you've got what amounts to a fairly good-sized market. I mean, you include Pekin and across the river. Um, what's what? Do you what's the likelihood of that?
1: I think it could be done. It would take somebody younger than us, and <laughs> yeah. I think it would take. Yeah, well, this is our era right here. <laughs> I think it would. I think the key for that would
0: be an ad sales staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Start with the business side. Yeah, because I know that. Jim, we were talking about Jim Nellen, who's, who, uh, as, as you know, uh, very, very prominent with newspapers, and, and uh, I think just sold uh, some of these papers in uh, Wyoming and Toulon area. Toulon right. area. Uh, Jim's area. Jim a good guy and, and has been in the uh, Illinois legislature years ago, but his thought was, well, you got to do what they do down in Springfield, which is, you know, the Illinois times which has been. A remarkable paper, kind of a. Yeah. Now, now I would say, without knowing all the details, because I I, I see the Times only occasionally. Uh, they're in the capital city. Mm-hmm. It Gives you a political base. Not that that's all they cover, but that's 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 something going on there. Um, I thought comparable is if you look at normal, they've got the normal theater, mm-hmm. which is a you know mm-hmm. would love to see something like that in Peoria. Well, they have ISU and the staffs. Again, I'm not making excuses, but I'm just saying that that's a base that they have. What would Peoria need? You know, what does Peoria need? You mentioned advertising. I'm wondering if it needs to be an angle for for the print product. That's a a
1: chicken or egg story because I think a weekly could coalesce what already exists here Mm -hmm. as opposed to waiting for something to coalesce and then do a weekly. So Mm -hmm. it it has to happen at the same time, I think. I don't, you know, I think of the Chicago Reader, for example, has been popular for years, but it's kind of a shadow of what it had been. Right. Uh, I mean, they used to... They used to be have pretty Chicago. big staff. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the bundles would be dropped off and people would be like... <laughs> to Locas. send on them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they had a special section just for listings. And now it's much smaller. I think it was purchased by the guy who ended up buying the Sun-Times, going to the Tribune... And now selling it to Alden Capital or something, it's Global Capital. Yeah. Uh, so Peoria is kind of in the the mid size. Yeah. So I think it's possible, but it would take somebody.
0: Well, we'll, we'll have to see if we get some ideas back.
1: Like... You know, another option would be to, to go the not for profit route.
0: Okay. And,
1: and it has. Uh, Restrictions—you can't make political endorsements, for example—but you can cover politics. Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake City Tribune, oddly enough, is a daily, and they just got permission from the IRS to go nonprofit. Can you ads?
0: Huntsman, yeah, oh. that's the Huntsman family. Oh, so uh, it could be interesting. Um, we, Bill, and I, I both were down at the Apollo Theater for a number of years. Uh, you've you've had a long-standing uh, interest in movies, and you've written about them. I think you've. What's your book? Video Almanac. Yeah. Try to find that one out there, folks. Is it on? Uh, <laughs> is it on Amazon or is it? I the think li- still on, still, yeah, Well, it was, <laughs> it's great because I just remember the, the, the little synopses of, of movies. But when you were talking about the, the the Reader, Chicago Reader, I'm thinking of scenes in movies, and this is, goes back to maybe the '40s and '50s, where the newspaper is like a focal point. Like the, the movie will open. Yeah. with a delivery truck and the guy throwing the bundles out yeah. and the kids descending on, or adults descending on them to, to get them ready. You could do that a whole, including the, the time-honored, how somebody gets their paper, a kid on a bicycle flinging that paper. <laughs> Try to find that today, folks. But you, yeah. if we asked out there right now and said, how do you get your paper? Well, a kid on a bicycle delivers it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hasn't been that way for 20 years, but
1: that's, that's the mindset. Yeah, the best you know. carrier we ever had was like 10. Yeah, and uh, he was a carrier for us for three or four years. I think he bought his first car through his proceeds. <laughs> and when most of the dailies went to adults, it was like chaos. Yeah, I mean, oh, somebody yeah. who's like
0: forty says, "Well, I don't need this anymore." Well, and they threw it on the sidewalk, or <laughs> I mean, yeah, or from I, the car. I, the the thing you you don't realize, uh, and and again, this is we were waxing nostalgic about another era, but people took for granted the personal service, the customer service that the newspaper provided, because I know when my kids delivered it, this is 15, 20 years ago, but uh, you'd find out, as any adult does, a parent does, that their kids, you know, you wind up taking those calls from their, sure. their customers. I wanted my paper not by the mailbox, but underneath the, the mat, you know, in the back. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? You know, where else can you get that kind of service? <laughs> Every day, you know, and that's that's what the newspaper provided when they had yeah that kind of thing, and they they followed up with that. But,
1: you know, and it reminds me that what we're also in danger of losing, I think. uh, You know, I've done a a couple of more academic pieces, uh, like on Upton Sinclair. You can go to the University of Indiana, I think it is, or Indiana State, and get boxes of Upton Sinclair's letters and articles about him. You know, current historians must be panicking because if so much more is digital, there's no paper record. Right. And, you know, whether it's Lincoln's, you know, handwritten notes notes or yeah. whatever, that's just going to vanish. You think, well, it's on a hard drive. Well, wow, anybody who's <laughs> ever had a magnet will say, yeah, great. It was on a hard drive. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I, I you know, I think there's all kinds of unintended consequences to, to, I mean, it's wonderful, the World Wide Web, but, you know, what are we sacrificing to get that
0: convenience well that's part two maybe of, of a continuing series bill Nye's been our guest here on uh, tardis sauce bill it's been a pleasure we, we started with well, I don't know if we started with it but we mentioned sunrise and ran right through to the present and and hopefully the future uh, we, you have to come back and in the new year sometime let's let's regroup and find out what's going on here because okay you, you, you mentioned waxing nostalgia reminds me uh, all my complete uh,
1: sunrise run, I donated to Western Illinois University's library archives and my, uh, my friend, uh, recording artist Patrick Hazel said, you did? When did our past become
0: other people's history?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go. We'll go to Western Illinois University if you need to find out what went on here in the 70s in the music thing. Bill <laughs> and I, thanks so much. Sure. And we'll see you next time on Tartar Sauce. PeoriaLife.com